Welcome to the end of another month, and actually it's the end of another quarter. That's right, we are halfway done with this year. We are rolling into Q3. This is my monthly live, real-life recap where I dive into how I have been able to reach my goals or not. Sometimes we don't reach our goals, and that's the reality of being a busy working mom and a busy work-from-home mom. And so if you are new around here, I want you to know that you can go back to the very beginning of 2021. Every month I have a monthly real-life recap where I dive into all things motherhood, managing my home, managing my business, and being a shoulder mate in my marriage with my husband and what that looks like for me to be able to reach my goals and become the woman that I know that I was called to be. And I I want you to dive into this with me. I want you to get out a pen and paper. I want you to see how I chunk out my goals, how I look back, how I assess where I've been, how far I've come, what do I need to do different next month, how do I really start making movement towards my goals, how do I give myself grace for those hard moments when things don't go according to plan. And we're going to do this together this month. I've got a lot to dive into. I'm super excited to hash this out together. So what do you say? Let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock-solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Y'all, I brought me some chocolate cashew milk ice cream with Oreo cookies inside of it into the podcasting closet today. It was not a good choice. (laughs) It was a bad choice. I'm not certain. One of two things is going to happen. I'm either not going to get this podcast recorded. I'm going to eat the entire bin bucket pint it's not a bucket it's not a bin it's a pint how much is this what is this what do we got here oh yeah we got a whole pint of chocolate cookies and cream cashew milk uh ice cream i'm gonna have to pause this and go put that away because it is quite frankly and that's my metal straw in my glass cup it's quite possibly the best ice cream i've ever had in my life and it is a major distraction, major distraction. I just popped in that intro and I was like, oh, this tastes extra delicious. Let me have just a few more bites. And that is not helping me get closer to my goals that I have. (laughs) So what do you say? Let's start talking about goals, shall we? 
The whole point of these episodes that I do is because I feel very strongly about sharing the candid behind the scenes of what it actually looks like to be a woman that is running a business that's trying to do her very best work in every single area of her life. And I am not here to show up on the podcast and act like I have all the answers and my life is hunky-dory and I don't struggle because I do often, a lot. But what systems do is they allow me to... They allow me and help me to feel like I am doing my very best work in every area of my life. That doesn't mean that it's not hard. It is hard. And it's a lot of work. And sometimes I see where my systems fail. Sometimes where I see I fail, but my systems were there for me. And that's what I want you to be able to do. Inside of this episode, I want you to get out a pen and paper. I'm going to show you exactly how I break this down. We're going to go through... Um, all four of these tiers, right? Motherhood, the house, and all of the monstrosity that that is, your marriage and your business. I'm going to go through those on my end. And we're going to talk about these three specific areas that we have to assess on whether or not, or shall I say, why we have or haven't hit our goals. And one of them is our time management. What have we been doing with our time blocks? The other one is our routines. What have our routines looked like inside of our time blocks? And the third one is where are our fundamental needs at? And most of the time, you can circle back to why you haven't reached your goals in any of these areas and pinpoint it because of a breakdown that's happening in one of these three areas. So let me just say that, you know, I... The, the power that our thoughts hold are absolutely huge. The very first tier, the very first module inside of the entire academy, like the very first of the very first of the very first assesses successful mindset. I don't teach positive thinking. I teach successful mindset and motherhood because it is so important that we realize that the thoughts that we carry and the things that we speak to ourselves really is the foundation of everything that we are capable of doing and allow ourselves to do or not allow ourselves to do. So when I sit down to assess my goals, I am very, very aware that I'm not going to sit and bash myself on whether or not I did or didn't reach my goals. So there's been like a month, uh, I think it might have been February. I don't know when it was. I can't remember now. But there's been some months (laughs) in these six months where I'm like, no, I didn't reach my goals. And it was just very clear. But most of the time, I am reaching my goals. And there is of course, there's there's parts and pieces of that that maybe didn't pan out exactly how I had hoped, or it's not as beautiful and wrapped up with a pretty bow on it as I would have hoped my, my accomplishment of that goal would have been. But overall, did I reach my goals in June? Yeah. And I think it's just so important that you guys understand this process is what allows you to look at hard facts instead of just responding emotionally to all of the negative things that you think happen and swirling those around in your head over and over and over and over again. It is absolutely vital that you do sit down and you do track, hey, where was I last month? Where am I this month? What's going on? Have I improved? If not, 
All right, let's use these three very specific ways of measuring what I've been doing with my time, what I've been doing with my routines, what I've been doing with my fundamental needs to be able to improve improve on that on next month. You have all of the ability to be able to accomplish all your goals, just like anybody else that you see out there that you think is just, quote unquote, killing it. And that's what these episodes are for, is to let you know that there is a process, there is a system to be able to keep you on the up and up, to keep you on your A game, to keep you feeling like you can do this, to give you the confidence that you need to month after month after month after month accomplish your goals in home, motherhood, business, and in your marriage. All right, so let's look at this and where I'm at. So the month of June, obviously May was a really, really hard personal month for me. If you haven't listened to that, you can go back. It was literally a doozy, quite possibly one of the hardest personal months I may have ever had in my life. But as far as my business was concerned, it was the best month that my business has ever had to date. Um, And so I'm just really grateful um, that that happened Uh, and when I look at June and I say, okay, how did I do with all of my goals? Did I reach my goals? Um, well, I still have like six days left in June. And I am I am counting on every day of those in my business to be able to to be able to really give a really good hard last push. But I put these episodes out on the very last Friday of every month. And so um I still have a few more days, right? I still have all the way until next Wednesday uh, to be able to finish up a few tasks in my business that I have had on my to-do list that I really wanted to get done. So even if those things don't get done, which they will, uh, it has been a really good month in my business. And just overall, I'd say in all of these areas, it's been it's been really, really good. In my motherhood, I'm going to break this down to not only how I treated my kids, but also how I've been treating myself. And one thing that I put on my plate in June, the 1st of June, I started uh, CrossFit. I have given up on my at-home workouts um, and I went back to the gym, which I was not going to CrossFit. I was going to Lifetime Fitness and I was doing group classes, which I loved. I've been an athlete for nearly all my life, most of my life in some way, shape, or form. And so I just got to this place where I was like, everything was hurting. Like it was just hard to do things physically. And my body was taking taking on a shape, becoming a shape that didn't make me feel confident. And I knew that I had the ability to fix that. I just needed to change up what I was doing with my time and my routines. And one of my fundamental needs for a long time has been move my body or go to the gym three times a week. But I was doing that at home. And one of those days was foam rolling or yoga, which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But I wanted my body to look different and to be physically stronger. I'm a tiny human. I'm a very tiny grown human. And my nine-year-old is literally about to like outgrow me. And my four-year-old is 
not quite have my body weight, but she will be soon. And that's a lot of work for me. And I was losing all my muscle mass and just little things like that, carrying all of the groceries in, having the backpack, having the water bottles, having all the things. I just wanted to be stronger. So I was like, all right, I am failing in this area. I need to get back to it. And I committed to CrossFit. My husband and I are both going. And I've been doing amazing. As you guys know, I have a system for my accountability for how I've gotten my health goals back on track and the way that I've been eating. I bumped those goals up. You can go back and listen to that podcast episode. It's probably back maybe a month or so ago. Uh, and, And just as a sidebar, if you ever have any questions on where to find a specific podcast episode, just ask inside of the Facebook group. Um, Anne is on my team and she has an incredible system on the back end that we're actually going to share with you guys. We're going to have a podcast vault that is accessible to you here in the near future, where you can just do a, a quick search in a spreadsheet that allows you to find um, episodes that are related to a certain category instead of having to scroll all the way through every single podcast now that we're now that we're up in the hundreds. So anytime I reference a podcast, if I don't give you a specific number because I don't have it on hand, you can just ask inside of the Facebook group and Anne will link it for you. But there is an episode that talks about my health goals and my accountability partner um, is actually in another state and we do this remotely. It's been working amazing. I've absolutely loved having that, but I just needed to change up the types of workouts that I was doing. So what happened when I did that? Well, I switched up my routines, which meant now my morning routine and and how I'm how I'm prepping for my day, I've chosen to go to the gym in the morning. I've also had to go in the afternoon and the evening depending on what's going on in our life, and it's really thrown a wrench in it's taken 3 days a week, 2 hours out of my day, which was why I stopped going in the first place, but now I have the ability and the 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 time to be able to do that. Now, I paused because do I have the time to do that? Well, I'm choosing to make the time to do that. I'm rearranging my priorities to be able to do that. And a lot of other things are still kind of up in the air. So when it comes to my motherhood, did I reach my goals? Yes, totally in some ways. But in other ways, I'm kind of floundering right now looking at how do I make sure that I greet my girls ready That has always been my goal. I like to be ready for my day when my girls get up. When I go to the gym at 5 o'clock in the morning, class starts at 5. I get done at 6. I stretch until 6.15. I get home at 6.30, and then it's time for me to shower, get ready. I like to do a quick like gratitude, reflection, Bible study of some sort in the morning. And my kids get up at 6.45, 7 o'clock. Like that's not happening. Plus, I like to have their breakfast ready for them. And it's just not happening. Like, it is just not happening. And so (laughs) I'm like, all right, what do we need to adjust here? And in the summertime, it's fine. It's really not that big of a deal. But I know that my girls are going back to school soon. And that routine is going to have to shift. So I'm looking at that right now. I'm looking at how can I fix my routines? Where do I need to plug this in? How am I going to prioritize this on the days when Blaine's not home and I can't go in the morning and I have to go in the afternoon because he's on shift, right? And he's not here at five o'clock in the morning. Um, 
And I'm not getting my girls out of bed that early in the morning, right? Who would do that? So I just am kind of in this space where I realize that this is something that's really important to me and I need to figure out what do I need to shift in order to make everything else that's important to me happen. And I'm still in the testing phase. I'm still in the the rebuilding, right, of my routines inside of my framework. The good news is, is when you use my five block system, you're able to do that. My framework has not changed. I still know when my morning routine block ends, when my AM block starts. I still know what is happening in my PM block. Sometimes I choose to go to the gym at 4 PM. That's my other preferred class time. And maybe when school starts, after I drop the kids off, the 9 AM class might be my preferred time. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm just allowing myself to be flexible right now in order to shift during this new season. So I'm in a new season now where I'm prioritizing physical fitness and my my nutrition and my health so that I can be strong and I can be active for my children and for my husband. I want to keep up with him. I want to date him. And dating for us means hiking, mountain biking, kayaking, going to the gym. I want to be able to do those things with him. And this has just been something that's been weighing on me that I really wanted to get back into. Outside of that portion of motherhood, things have been really great. I have been prioritizing time with Frankie Joe. When Blaine and I just recently went to our marriage retreat back in May, we talked about what our goals were for each child. And we also talked about our goals in marriage and finances and all different kinds of things, how we relate to each other, how we handle conflict, like all kinds of stuff. But when it came to parenting, it became very clear that Frankie's love language is time, like quality time is what she wants. And I've just not been giving that to her. She's always, she always has her little sister around all the time. And since we have shared parenting time with her, we have alone time with her little sister half the time. And so we, we really wanted to make sure that we were prioritizing that for her. And so, um, that is something that we've been doing a really good job with, even if it just means it's one hour that's okay. It's better than what we were doing before. That's only going to get better from here. And I feel pretty good about that. Um, I will say the one area of motherhood that has been kind of hard for me is just Bailey. (laughs) She is the biggest blessing that I've ever received and is, it is the source of refinement that I have never, ever had in my life. I've gone through hard things. I've gone through really, really hard things in my life, extremely hard things, as we all have. But for all you moms out there listening, (laughs) children, very demanding, hard, emotional, demanding children are extremely refining and I just have taken it upon myself to really stop in in June and just look at what do I need to change in myself to be able to guide her better? Because right now I'm being more responsive than I am proactive. And that is not something that I want to continue. That is not a pattern 
that I want to create between me and her. So that's something that I have brought to the forefront of my mind. I'm choosing to slow down a little bit and really get a grip on what am I prioritizing when it comes to my interactions, my shepherding, my disciplining, my communicating, and and my affection towards Bailey. So that's my motherhood all wrapped up. When it comes to my house, house has been pretty spot on. Um, a few things have kind of been slacking. I've been prioritizing work over working in my house. And I will say that is probably a huge struggle for most of us. When things get going in our businesses, just like it was when I worked nine to five, right? Just You're just not home. You can't take care of those things. You just can't. And so you have a very small window to be able to get those things done. And in that small window lately, I have been at the gym. I've been prioritizing that. I've been prioritizing my food. I've been prioritizing my sleep because I have been an unbearable amount of soreness has been coming out of my muscles from from weightlifting. It's just been a big shift. It's impacted my life in a lot of ways and we've kept on we've kept up on our zone cleaning, which is one of our fundamental needs, and so I'm happy about that. We've really done quite a good job, but it's not been my level of of neatness. Like I have a pile of clothes that I haven't gotten put away. Uh, it's not huge. It's just a few things. And it's just, it's, it's ridiculous, right? It's just these little things that I'm like, okay, why at the end of the day, what part of my routines am I not doing? What part of my time blocking is off? Um, and where, where in this whole portion of keeping house Am I not keeping up with my fundamental needs? Because inside of my fundamental needs, I have a cleaning block. Well, I looked at it. It's not the cleaning. My house has not been dirty. My house has actually been relatively clean, like actually pretty clean, considering how busy we've been. So my zone cleaning system, there's a podcast episode for that. It's on point and it's really working even in the busy times, even in the hard times. So I'm like, okay, it's not that. It's not my time blocks. It's really not is my routines. That's what is that's what the problem is right now is I have not routinely been doing my tidy cues where I'm supposed to and by the end of the day, which is what I teach. This is like what I teach inside of the academy, you have tidy cues at specific points throughout the day. Most of us most of us will have two tidy cues. Some of us will have three if we have really young kiddos and they are just like constantly making messes everywhere. But as your kids get older, um, it typically goes to about two tidy cues a day. And I've just been ignoring them. I haven't been doing them. Why? And that's what I need to look at. Have I been tired? Have I been lazy? Have I been distracted? Have I been prioritizing work over my tidy cues? And that's that's the answer, right? And so then at the end of the day, I'm like, ugh. And you just don't feel like doing it at the end of the day. I don't blame you. I don't feel like it at the end of the day. So that's where I'm at with that. I know what I need to focus on to be able to implement my tidy cues. I know what I need to do. Get back to ground zero this weekend and stick to my tidy cues. End of story. That's what's been going on in the department of my house. Okay. 
Let's talk about marriage for a little bit. This one's going to be really fun. We just came off of our marriage retreat and um, just awesome, right? But I will tell you that whenever you dive in deep to trying to connect on a deeper level in your marriage, it inevitably opens up the ability for warfare to be happening in the in the spiritual realm in your home. Okay. There's just this really interesting thing when you sit down with yourself, with your spouse, with your kids, with your house and your business, when you really sit down and you start to put pen to paper and you start opening up what needs to be fixed, what's kind of broken and how you're going to make it better. There is always something that is this just this negative force, right? This negative thought, this negative response to that next step of making it better. Sometimes it's fears. Sometimes it's just literally like the spiritual warfare that's happening on your family. There's just a lot of things that happen. And Blaine and I, Blaine and I know that we were called to be together to be an example of what a fun-filled marriage looks like because so many families don't have that. We know that. And every time we sit down and we power out to become a more powerful couple, it inevitably happens. I'm talking it is inevitable. We feel the pressures of how do we get through to the other side of this? And that's what's been happening this last month is the specific things that we talked about inside of our marriage retreat, like how to handle conflict in in our home. We want to handle conflict in a biblical way. That's what we want to do. That's what we have chosen to prioritize on how to handle conflict between each other and with our children. And so there's been so many times that we've come up against that and we've failed miserably. And so the good news The really good news is that we have a marriage retreat in our back pocket with an action plan that we pull out and I literally have brought it to the bed where we're both sitting there saying, this is how we promised each other we would handle conflict. Can we recommit? Boom. We both recommit. We try again the next day. We forgive each other. We work through it and it's amazing. And we have this foundation that we've agreed upon that happened over this this these couple of days inside of our marriage retreat that we can fall back on over and over and over and over and over again. And it holds weight, weight and it holds meaning and value to both of us. And we have had an incredibly successful month of handling conflict between us and with our children. We're able to sit down and we're able to say, hey, This was something that we thought was really important at the marriage retreat. Whenever you're parenting Bailey and I'm in my work block, I'm not coming out of my work block to come and fix what I hear going in air quotes wrong between the two of you. And can we all just get a big clap for every mom that has a really hard time listening to her husband struggle with her kids? I'm with Bailey most of the time. And so whenever it's his turn to take over, it is like my eyeballs are bleeding and my ears are bleeding and my heart is breaking when I hear them two struggling with each other. When I know if he would just use these few trigger words, 
She would feel validated. He would get what they he wanted, and they'd both be on their merry, happy way. And that is where I've been failing as a wife over and over and over and over again is not just sitting and keeping my mouth shut. So that's, that is precisely what my action plan is. That was my takeaway from the marriage retreat is like, it is, it is our plan that I will have a work block and that he will support me. And in that he's going to learn to be a better parent. And at the end of the day, we've established a parent powwow where it's really, we call it the daily download. We come to each other. We talk to each other about anything. This is where we go through conflict resolution. If we have, if we've had conflict that day, it's where we encourage each other. And we also have parent powwow in that where we just talk about anything that we need to with parenting so that if there happens to be something that he needs to ask help with, like, Hey, this happened with me and Bailey today. And I was really struggling. I can support him. And if there was something that I heard that really frustrated me, because as moms, we are mama bears a lot, and we want to protect our children, we want to keep them safe, we want to keep them happy, and I have to and want to allow Blaine to have the relationship that he desires to have with his children, just like I get to. And so there are some times when it makes it really, really hard for me to just say nothing in the moment, but I want to. I want to respect him. I want to be his shoulder mate. I want to support him in what he chooses to do as a parent. And so in those parent powwow five minutes that we sit down and talk, I'm able to bring things to him if I feel like it's that important at the end of the day. And it has been such a beautiful process for us. (laughs) It's not easy, right? We are learning this new routine. We're learning this new system. We don't get it right every time, but we have it established. It's clearly defined. We're clearly committed to it, both of us, and we're working through it. And it has been an amazing month. It's been a really, really good month for us. And I will say that going to CrossFit together and working out together has been amazing for our marriage too. All right, so let's let's chat a business really quick and then and then I'm going to give you a fun little tidbit on how to break down your quarterly goals and set them up for next month um for the next 3 months quickly. So in a business, yes, it's been a great month. It's been so fun. The podcast has been amazing. Uh, we're having incredible growth. Keep sharing the podcast with your friends, you guys, and the academy is is just blowing my mind and my expectation. It's 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 like daily at this point that I'm weepy. Somebody posts inside of the private academy group about how much they're absolutely loving what they're learning inside of the academy and how much it's already transformed their life and they've only been in for a few weeks, right? So um I've been just working really, really, really hard. I have approached a couple of my own fears in the process that have held me back a few times. They've kept me, like I said, like I have like six days and I have things on my to-do list still that I have to bang out (laughs) because I've been putting them off because they're scary. You know, they're things I haven't done before. And it's like not even a big deal, you guys. It's just like tech stuff on the back end. It's, It's nitpicky stuff that really bothers me and gets my blood boiling when I can't figure it out and just little things like that. But I will say like, I've been able to celebrate some really fun joys in my business 
that I've never been able to do before and it makes it all worth it. You know, it it makes it totally worth it. Some big accomplishments have happened. I've had some amazing partnerships. We've had lots of new women come into the academy and I'm feeling super grateful. But at the same time, I am sitting here just like you thinking, oh my gosh, like I have this business that I run from home and I have to focus on my marriage and I have to focus on my kids and I have this pile of clothes in front of me that I can't seem to get put away. And I've I've struggled a few times thinking, wow, I'm tired. I'm tired. This is hard, you know. It's really hard work to show up and do your very best work. And that is why it is so non-negotiable, absolutely vital that you have systems in place, that you have your fundamental needs down pat. I don't even know where I would be in my business if I didn't have my fundamental needs and if I didn't have my time blocks and I didn't have my routines. I don't really know where I'd be. Actually, I can look back to myself before I established all this, before I started sharing what I was doing um, way back when, when I had a business and I was a single mom and I also was a sign language interpreter and I just was grasping at straws all the time, you know, that's probably where I would be. I wouldn't have a successful business. I wouldn't feel successful in my home or in my relationships, right? I I just kind of felt like I was grasping at straws and throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what would stick all the time. And I'm feeling, although I I feel the weight of the commitments that I have, I feel the weight of being called into something great as a business owner, as a mom, as a wife. Like I feel extremely humbled and honored and privileged every time I think about my role as Frankie and Bailey's mom. And I I see these visions of them and their future of what I know that their life is supposed to look like. And I feel the weight of being their shepherd obviously along with Blaine, but just me and who I am, I realize that I have to get up and I have to show up for them every day without my cell phone. I have to give them time. I have to nourish them with good food. I have to do all of those things in order for me to fulfill the call that I was designed for. And same goes to my marriage and my business. And it's just like, and my home, like all of these things I know I know we're talking about my business, but I really do like sit sometimes and I think about it's just a blessing that all of it is. And I hope that you feel like that with what you are doing in your life too. And I hope that you know how unbelievably special you are in every single one of those roles that you are trying to fulfill and are working so hard to fulfill. And I want you to use this process so that you don't ever give up, so that you don't ever give in. You don't give in to the pressures of your cell phone, of the peer pressure of what other people think, or you don't give in to your fears, or you don't give in to that idea that, oh, well, maybe this isn't for me, when you know that what you were designed to do is exactly what you're supposed to do every day. And these are the tools and this is the resource 
that I believe in my heart of hearts is actually going to help you get there is being a part of this community. And if you want to get there quicker, you're going to need to get inside of the academy and you can get there like real quick. I'm talking like in the next couple weeks, you're going to be well on your way to already having clarity, to already getting more time back in your day. And that's what I want for you guys. That is precisely how I've been able to do it for myself and how I'm able to sit here and talk to you about assessing my routines and my time blocking my fundamental needs in order for me to reach my goals. Here's what I'll say about what hasn't been working in my business this last month. I was coming off of a month where work was just, it just happened when it could happen because so much was happening in my personal life. And being able to establish my work block again in June was a lot of work. It, it took a lot of work. People got really used to mom being around 100% of the time and working when it was inconvenient for her. <laughs> because I was, because I was, I needed to be there for my family and I was going to do that. That's my first priority, but I still had to do my business. So I did my business when everyone else was asleep, right? And that's not sustainable at all. It was, it was a survival month because people were really ill and I had the ability to care for them. And so, of course, I did. But then (laughs) June came and was like, no, 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 wait. Mom doesn't always do her work early in the morning and late at night. That's not sustainable. So, of course, Blaine and I had conversations. I had to kind of re-establish routines and boundaries with my kids and Frankie's like well why do you have to work again and Bailey's like mom and it was just this thing all over again and I got to a point where I was like am I gonna have to literally leave and work at coffee shops maybe sometimes but I think really what the conversation needed to and did come down to were these boundaries like hey look I'm not able to get my work done because I have no time to do it and My physical health, my mental health, my emotional health, and my spiritual health is completely depleted because I've been working late at night and getting up early in the morning. I just can't sustain that and I won't sustain that. So something's got to give. Either I get my work block back or I'm not going to have a business anymore because it's not sustainable and I'm not going to run myself into the ground like that, right? You guys know how this feels. So that's where some shifts had to be made. And obviously you have to do it gently and it takes time. And it's taken me the first four weeks of June to be able to reestablish that in my home. It's one small step at a time. I knew that it was my time blocks that were messing with my ability to produce in my business. I knew that. And it just was a progression that had to, had to be taken with grace and gentleness And a lot of forgiveness on everyone's parts in my family to forgive my kids, to forgive me, to forgive my husband, to be able to get things back in order where I had some solid work blocks again so that I could pump out some work. And we're we're back in a good spot now, but it did take some time. So I get asked that question a lot about how do you come out of survival mode? Well, you come out of it slowly. That's how. (laughs) That's how I do it anyway. 
so that it's not jarring for people. And sometimes you can pop right right back in depending on how long you were in survival mode. Were you in survival mode for a week? Cool. Reset on Saturday, Sunday and hop back in. But we literally had almost five weeks straight of survival mode. And so it took us a while. It took us a while to get back to it. But all in all, the month of June was amazing. Um, and I'm really looking forward to July first and foremost, because my birthday is in July. I'm really excited about that. I love me some good celebration (laughs) for anything that I can. I really love to celebrate. Uh, and then the other thing is that, uh, like I had promised, we're going into a new quarter and I love quarterly planning. I've got a podcast episode on it if you want to jump back into it, but I, here's just a quick tip for you. You're about to go into the last half of 2021. You've got two quarters left, July, August, and September, right? It's like a meaty, good quarter because after that, Q4 is full of holidays, October, November, December, massive holidays, right? Weather changes, it gets cold, people get sick. A lot goes down inside of your personal life, inside of your motherhood and your home and probably even your marriage in in Q4. So Q3 is where I really like to hunker down, focus, make some good impact on all areas of my home and my motherhood and my marriage and my business, specifically even more so my business. So sit down, write down what you want the next three months to look like. Give yourself a little bit of like what I like to call handholds, like what are some things that you can really grip onto over the span of the next three months that you can focus on from now? What are these stepping stones going to be? If you go back and you listen to my quarterly planning, you'll hear about this and really start to create some kind of loose action plan for yourself on how you're going to navigate July, August, and September and make sure that you're prioritizing your fundamental needs and that you've got your time blocks under control. If you need any support on that, feel free to ask inside of the Facebook group, or if you are ready, you can join in on the Systemize Your Life Academy at any point. It is completely open right now. You can go to rebrand.ly backslash S-Y-L-A, Systemize Your Life Academy to join today. And I look forward to seeing you inside of our private Facebook group and inside of our weekly calls, which are always so much fun. I'm going to leave you now with all of that amazing information. If you sit down and you work through this, pop it inside of the Facebook group. I'd love to see you take a picture of what you've actually mapped out. Share your goals. Don't be afraid. That's what the community is there for, to hold you accountable, to find friendships, to find accountability partners to just start connecting with other people. So as always, it's been so fun hanging out with you from behind my mic and I look forward to seeing you over inside of the Facebook group. Until next time. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other? 
and ourselves. I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.